Hey, hey, my magical friends. Welcome to another Witchful Ways podcast episode. I am Annika offering you the insight, guidance, tools, and an amazing membership to allow you to live a magical life every single day. So we are at the end of April as I'm recording this. And at the end of this week on April 30th, we have a new moon, which is a black new moon, which also is in conjunction with a solar eclipse. So there's all kinds of energy that's happening. This type of energy is normally very eye-opening to people. There are things that all of a sudden become very clear in the areas of finance and personal successes and what you want to do with your life and the path that you need to be taking and how you need to be getting there. So if those things have been in a conundrum for you for a period of time, you may find that things are starting to really make sense for you now and you can thank this black new moon coming up. So why is it a black new moon? Well, the black moon is any second new moon in a calendar month. That's simply what it is. They just deemed it a black moon. So um, just like a blue moon is any second full moon in a calendar month, it's called a blue moon. That doesn't happen very often. And that's where the saying comes from every once in a blue moon. Okay, so all kinds of energy going on. Sometimes when we enter an eclipse season and with eclipse energy, we have to make sure we are taking care of ourselves, right? Because it can get pretty chaotic. It can add extra chaotic energy to our life in daily, just general living. So I want to talk today about some witchy self-care and some self-care routines. And I don't know, like, what it, what, what is it that makes a routine witchy? <laughs> it's an independent thing, right? Like I'm always about you do you witchy poo. So whatever that means to you, for me, it's utilizing natural elements and adding more spiritual, open-minded aspects to my self-care. A little bit of mystery and magic and tuning into spirit, right? Working with uh, things that are unseen, a lot of trust, stepping into trust and flowing with the energy and allowing yourself to be in a self-care mode and mindset uh, really helps to, because we're recharging our battery, right? We're trying to claim back a little bit of what is good and fun and healthy and restorative to us, to you individually. Some people that may be, you know, dancing. Other people that may be painting. It may be reading. It may be watching a movie. It may be taking a bubble bath. It may be doing a foot soak, which is what I love, but it's whatever it is to you, right? We all have our different definitions of it. Basically, your self-care is carving out that time to do something that is just for you, that just you enjoy for the pure sake of doing it or having it done to you, I guess, if you're talking about spa days and massages. So here are some different things that I add some witchiness, quote unquote, right, to self-care routines. One is, of course, working with the moon. This means that I usually work with two of the phases during the month. I mean, I work within them all, but I don't do anything, I don't want to call it spectacular, but extra, let's say, um, except for on the dark to new moon phase and the full moon phase. Okay. There are people that do four self-care rituals every month around the four main moon phases. Um, you know, so whatever works 
for you. There's tons of self-care worksheets that are free online that you can download. Uh, you can go to my blog post at um, witchfulways.com on the blog post, and I will have a downloadable self-care journal for you. So working with the moon. By following those two phases for me and the ones in between, I mean, I notice it all month long, but, you know, I'm touching aspects that I feel keep me in balance and that I feel really work the most benefit for me energetically. So working with the moon. A second one and a big one for me is divination. Common forms of divination could be oracle cards, tarot cards, um, Lemron cards, you know, all regular playing cards, whatever you read, pendulums, reading tea leaves, which means you get to enjoy a fabulous cup of tea beforehand, right? Scrying, whether that's black mirror scrying. I've had a lot of the black mirrors going out over the last couple of days again. Um, so the scrying, automatic writing, working within numerology, astrology, palmistry, spirit dice, and runes. I love my spirit dice and runes. And those are just a few of them. There's all kinds of different forms of divination as well. So working within divination to get some um, clarity, answers, guidance, and insight is an amazing thing. The next one is working with crystals. Some of my favorite crystals is one, my absolute favorite crystals are the feldspars, which is labradorite, moon, uh, moonstone, the ones that have that inner flash to them. I love those. Those are my absolute favorite right now. But a small list of great crystals to work with would be black tourmaline is great for grounding. Hematite is also a great stone for grounding and protection. Amethyst is great to work with for clarity that comes through in your divination sessions. Selenite, connecting with your higher source, and it helps lift the energy and opens the pathway to higher communications. Uh, rose quartz is amazing for helping you grow in love and for self-love and for calming yourself down as well. The next one is working with, guys, I'm big on this one, working with your spirit guides, familiars, and spirit companions every day, all day long. Do it. Like they are your best friends that can see what you can't see. So why would you not take in their knowledge? Why would you not dive into learning how to connect and interact with that to be able to help you avoid just all the major pitfalls that can come up? I and mean, even just the literal little pitfalls that can come up. Getting yourself connected to and working with your spirit teams of guides, angels, ancestors, ascended masters, familiars, and spirit companions is absolutely essential, in my opinion, for living a magical life every single day. There is so much benefit to doing that. Um, and of course, I have the custom companions, but you can work with your specific you know, team and your guides all the time. They're always there within energy. Play with your imaginary friends. Energy work and spells. Duh, right? The biggest witchy element that you could add to your self-care routine is working with energy. Everybody knows my formula, which is intention plus action equals magic. Seems pretty simple, <laughs> right? 
There is a pretty short no frills process of how to cast a spell if you're interested in that on the blog, that same blog, again at wishfulways.com um, that tells you how to get clear, how to visualize, and to add an element of ritual. It really is that simple. You don't have to have a whole lot of tools. You don't have to have any tools if you choose not to have tools, or you can use what's right in your own backyard. As with all things, though, you are the true power and the magic. There is nothing more that you need other than your own clear mind, mindfulness, and intention to move energy to create your own reality. The next one and the last one is hearth and kitchen magic. So it's basically making your house a home and sanctuary by sprinkling love and magic throughout the whole thing. So if you're thinking like energy clearing, making cozy spaces, having plants, if you can keep them alive. Um, and things change because I never, everything I brought into my house as far as a plant did not, it perished for the longest time. Uh, about two years ago, all of a sudden I got my green thumb at, you know, 48 years old. So it can happen. So plants, if that's, you know, something that you connect with, intentional use of specific herbs and spices during your cooking and decor throughout your home that inspires you, that allows you to connect with it emotionally. It's all magic. Your whole home is an altar. People go, oh, let me see your altar. Ta-da, here's my whole house, right? Because I sprinkle magic throughout my entire home because it is an altar. The energy within it, your home itself has its own energy that you connect with. And to make it happy is to make yourself happy because that brings the higher vibes in, right? So as you can see, there are a lot of different ways that you can sprinkle magic into your mundane life to help support you and your self-care too. It's always about how you feel about it. What do you connect to? And how do you feel it's right to work the energy bending talents that you have? That's what makes it powerful magic. Powerful. So I hope that you make every day a magical one for yourself. And of course, if you want to surround yourself with some like-minded, amazing people, be sure to join the Witchful Ways of Mindful Magic Facebook group or check out the amazing membership that we have that goes on monthly. So enjoy the energy that's going on. Figure out what it is that that universe is opening you up to because we're all being opened up to some ideas and some concepts that maybe we haven't thought about in ways that we can work our own talents and able to support each other because we are all a oneness of billions of people. Have a wonderfully magical rest of your day.